Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm going to be doing another mock draft using the Fantasy Pros Draft Wizard and it's going to be a 12-team PPR league. We're going to be drafting at the number 12 position, so we're going to be drafting at that turn between the first and second round. It's going to be a pretty standard setup. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex. We're not going to be worrying about defense or kicker because it really doesn't matter this early in the offseason. But so let's get started. Let's take a look at who went in round number one. So it went first six picks, all running backs, McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Barkley, Aaron Jones, and Derrick Henry. I feel like this is pretty typical. You're going to see that McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Barkley, and Henry group likely go in the top five, maybe top six or seven. And then we have Aaron Jones thrown in there. I could totally see Aaron Jones being picked this high if Aaron Rodgers comes back to the Packers. But right now, I just don't see myself taking him that high without like the insurance that Aaron Rodgers is there. And then we have the first wide receiver off the board with Devontae Adams. And really the same thing applies with Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers is back. Devontae Adams is my number one and is a pretty solid mid first round pick. But right now, I wouldn't want to risk a draft pick on him just because I don't know what the future holds. Then we have DeAndre Swift going at the 108. I think that's a reach. I think he's more of a mid to late second round value. And then we have Tyreek Hill, right now my wide receiver one, followed up by Ezekiel Elliott and Jonathan Taylor, who I think are both values at those 110 and 111 slots. But so now we're up with the 112. And so we're actually gonna be making two picks here. Basically, we're gonna be making back-to-back -back picks the entire draft. And so I definitely want to get at least one running back here. I don't want to have to wait until the third and fourth round to pick up my first running back. So we're looking at Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Cam Akers, and Joe Mixon. Out of this group, I think I got to go with Austin Eckler. I talked about him in a video comparing him to Nick Chubb. And I was talking about how in PPR formats, you just got to go with Eckler because of his crazy receiving upside. I really think he has a good chance of putting it all together this year the solid offensive line, new coaching staff. You know Justin Herbert's going to be a beast back there. I think it's going to be a much improved offense, more scoring opportunities, and Austin Eckler could truly have a huge year. So he's got to be the first pick here at the 112. And then we're picking again. So I could go in a couple different directions. We could look at running back again, maybe get Nick Chubb, K-Makers, or Joe Mixon. I honestly would be fine with all of those guys at this slot. We could look at wide receiver. Stefan Diggs would probably be my guy. Right now, he's my wide receiver too. So he would definitely be a solid pick, but I'm actually thinking about going at tight end here. Travis Kelsey is still on the board, and I think he's a guy that if he falls to the second round, he's gotta be a must draft. I mean, you just know exactly what you're gonna get every week from him. You don't have to worry about tight end the entire year unless he gets injured, but it's not really likely because he's only missed like two games his entire career. So we've got to go Travis Kelsey here. And it really kind of frees me up for the rest of the draft. I don't have to take a backup tight end because I'm never starting anyone over him. And I can just fill up my bench with solid running back and wide receiver options. Let's take a look and see who went off the board. It's going to be a lot of picks in between where we drafted and our next slot. So we see a pretty good combination of running backs, wide receivers, saw some quarterbacks, and a couple of tight ends go off the board. So right after we pick, we saw a run on wide receivers. Then those kind of second tier running backs came off the board. 
We saw Kittle and Waller go late second, early third. That's probably going to be pretty typical in 12-team leagues. And then we saw Mahomes and Josh Allen go in the third round. I don't think I'm going to be picking quarterbacks in the third round. I just think there's so much value later on in drafts. I mean, you're looking at guys like Kyler Murray, who could potentially fall later than this. Lamar Jackson is going to go later than these guys by probably a couple of rounds. Guys like Tom Brady later in the draft, just value all over the board. So I'm not going to be trying to reach for a quarterback this year. But so let's see who is available for us here at this slot. We definitely want to go at least one more running back before we pick anywhere else because I don't want to wait until five and six to get my second running back. Running back, definitely the most important position in fantasy football. So right here, we're looking at Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, and Miles Gaskin. I'm honestly not too psyched with these running backs that are here. I wish we had some of those younger guys, like maybe a CEH fall to here, but he did not. So if we're looking at this group, I think I'm liking Chris Carson at this slot. Seahawks want to use a workhorse this year. They're going to run the ball more. Chris Carson has been that workhorse in years past. They re-signed him, so they're going to be using him a lot. Miles Sanders, I really like the player, but I'm just concerned about his whole situation there. It's nothing against his talent, but it just seems like they keep bringing in guys to compete with him for touches. And so I just kind of want to stay away from him this year. I think he's likely going to go before maybe he probably should. So right here, I think the pick is Chris Carson. Not interested in Josh Jacobs here. I do like Miles Gaskin, but I just think Chris Carson is more of a lock to get that work than those other guys. You see here, before his injury riddle 2020, 2018, and 2019, 1,150 plus yards in both years, nine touchdowns, just a really reliable running back too, and is a guy who basically always outperforms his ADP, so I'm solid picking him here as my running back too. And so here with this next pick, I could go back to the well on running back and fill that flex spot with three straight running backs, but I think I'm probably going to want to go wide receiver here just to make sure that wide receiver pool doesn't dry out too quickly. So right here, we're looking at Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, and Mike Evans, which are probably my favorite options at this slot. I think if I knew that Julio Jones was staying with the Falcons, or I knew he was going to a favorable spot, like maybe the Titans, somewhere like that, then I think Julio Jones would be my pick here. But with his landing spot up in the air, I don't really want to risk him going to a lesser landing spot, like maybe the Raiders or the Patriots. And so I think I'm going to go with the safer pick here in Amari Cooper. He absolutely balled out last year when Dak was healthy. I think he's still going to be the wide receiver one in that offense, even though you have C.D. Lamb. I mean, look at this production, a thousand yard receiver in five of his six years in the NFL. So you just know what you're going to get with him. He does come with a little bit of inconsistency, but I'm pretty confident here taking him as my wide receiver one. All right, let's see who came off the board after our pick. We saw a ton of wide receivers come off, only four running backs after us in those next 18 picks. So just a ton of wide receivers. We saw two tight ends, two quarterbacks. I feel like this is pretty typical. Once you have those really top tier workhorses off the board, then people start to target that wide receiver position, maybe quarterback, tight end as well. And so let's see who is on the board for us here at this slot. I think we could go in some different slots here. I do want to lock up my running back three and probably get my second wide receiver. But if there is a quarterback here that's screaming out to me as a value, I'd take them. But if I'm looking at it, I don't see any huge value here. I do really like Dak Prescott this year. 
but there is a concern of him coming off that super serious ankle injury. So I don't know if I'd want to take him here over a running back or a receiver. At the running back position, we're looking at Kareem Hunt, Travis Etienne, Chase Edmonds. I really wish a guy like Miles Gaskin or Micah Davis fell to us here. I really like those guys as running back threes in 12 team leagues, but unfortunately they did not. And so if I'm looking at these three guys, Chase Edmonds, definitely not interested in him here. I think he's a solid receiving back, but I think the Cardinals don't trust him to take over that full workload, which is why they brought in James Conner. So I would much rather draft James Conner much later in the draft than go after Edmonds right here. And Travis Etienne, I like the player, but I talked about this in my division breakdown. I just think the Jaguars have a lot going on and we're not really sure where all the touches are gonna be. So Etienne is a guy that I'm not confident here taking as my running back three. I think Kareem Hunt, you know exactly what you're gonna get. Eckler or Chris Carson goes down. He's a solid guy you can plug in, get you double digit points. And if Nick Chubb goes down, then he really kind of gains that ceiling. So I think Kareem Hunt has gotta be the first guy we're going with here at this turn. So now we have three pretty solid running backs. So it really opens up some flexibility in the later rounds. All right, so now we're probably looking at wide receiver here. We don't need tight end. Talked about how I don't love the value at quarterback. We've already got three running backs. So we probably wanna get our wide receiver two. If I'm looking at the guys we have available, Brandon Ayuk, I do like. T Higgins, solid pick here. Not a big fan of Odell or Cortland Sutton this year. I think they're both very good receivers. I just don't think they're gonna get enough work in their respective offenses. So right now it's gonna be between Brandon Ayuk and T Higgins. And so honestly, I think both these guys kind of have the same issues. So Brandon Ayuk last year operated as the wide receiver one for a lot of the season, but it was basically due to Debo Samuel having injuries and George Kittle. So we never really got to see a big sample size of them all together to really kind of determine who the true alphas were. And then T Higgins was the wide receiver one on that Bengals team last year, played really well when Joe Burrow was healthy, but then they go out and they draft Jamar Chase, which you know kind of muddies the water. Is Jamar Chase gonna come in and be that alpha right away? He has the chemistry with Burrow. So it truly is all up in the air. I think I'm gonna be leaning towards Brandon Ayuk right here. I just know the 49ers are gonna be using him creatively. He's gonna be getting the ball quickly. He's gonna be able to make some plays in space. So I'm just gonna be taking a shot here with Ayuk, but I do think it's pretty close between these two and it kind of are in similar situations. All right, let's take a look at the draft board to see what happened. So basically just a total mix of positions. While we did actually see a run at quarterback, so we had Dak, Russ, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and Deshaun Watson all come off the board, then three running backs, and then a ton of receivers, two tight ends. And so we're kind of pinned a little bit here in the quarterback department. I think there's a guy on the board that I'm gonna like, but after seeing all these wide receivers picked, I'm guessing our wide receiver three position is gonna be a little bit scarce. All right, so we do not yet have a quarterback. And so I kind of want to look at this draft board to see you know, if we're gonna be able to wait to take a guy like Tom Brady here, or if we're just gonna to have to bite the bullet and take him at this ADP. And so if I'm looking at the draft board, every team has selected a quarterback so far, except for this catch me if you can team, who basically has two picks after we go. So I really don't think we're gonna be able to hold off on a quarterback here, unless I'm okay getting one of those lesser guys. But honestly, I do really like Tom Brady. And so I think we may just have to go take him maybe a little bit before 
his ADP and just lock him up here. I do like Stafford and Burrow, but I really just think Brady's going to have such an explosive offense this year. I just don't really want to pass up on him at this slot. So we're going to go Tom Brady here. Fills up our starting lineup. Brady, Eckler, Carson, Cooper, Ayuk, Kelsey, and Hunt. I like that so far. And so now we could either go out and get our wide receiver three, or we could be looking at our running back four. If I look at the wide receivers, we've got Debo Samuel, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, Corey Davis. I could go out and stack Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, but I'm not sure that's what I want to do. If we're looking at the running backs, we've got Melvin Gordon, James Robinson, Raheem Mostert. Honestly, the guy that's standing out to me out of this running back group has got to be Raheem Mostert. We saw Jeff Wilson go down with injury, so he's going to miss the start of the year. Mostert was already lined up to be the number one guy in that backfield, but it just makes it even easier for him. I don't really like Gordon or Robinson. I think they're going to be in pretty heavy running back splits. Same thing with Fournette. So I think, honestly, Raheem Mostert is the pick here. We kind of took a pretty safe running back three, so it gives me confidence in taking kind of a big swing here at running back four. You know, Raheem Mostert could bust and we could be fine, but if he really does kind of break out and take over the alpha role in that 49ers run game, then he's just going to be super valuable. So I think that's where we're going to go with this second pick of the back-to-back, get our first bench player. It's going to be Raheem Mostert. All right, let's take a look back at the draft board, see what went down after we got Mostert. So basically all running backs and wide receivers along with Ryan Tannehill, who was thrown in there. So we did see that team that was picking after us. They did get a quarterback, so we probably couldn't have waited for Tom Brady. So here, basically, we see a lot of those wide receiver threes, running back three and fours go off the board. Just going to look at some of these picks. I like the Antonio Brown pick. I like the Marvin Jones pick. I think those are guys who are going to have solid opportunities in their offenses. I really do not like the pick of James White here. I just don't know when you're ever going to feel confident starting James White. Same thing with Tariq Cohen coming off an ACL injury. Don't really see it. And then I think it is a little bit too early to start drafting these handcuff guys like Tony Pollard. I think there's probably going to be some better value on the draft board. So let's take a look. With our team right now, I think we're probably want to get that wide receiver three. And then we're pretty much open to go wide receiver or running back after that. So if we're looking at the wide receivers, we've got Corey Davis, LaVisca Chenault, Cole Beasley, some interesting options. Corey Davis may have the opportunity to be the wide receiver one on the Jets. Not sure how I'm feeling about that offense. LaVisca, also a guy that has a shot to be kind of the top dog in that Jaguars offense. Honestly surprised he went after Marvin Jones. In a lot of these other drafts, I've been seeing Marvin Jones as the third wide receiver out of that Jacksonville core picked. Then we have Cole Beasley, who I think is probably the safer option. But, you know, I just don't know if I feel confident in him as my wide receiver three. I don't know if he has that ceiling. And so I think with my wide receiver group, I think I'm going to have a couple guys on the bench that I'm just going to take some kind of big swings on and hope at least one or two of them hit. So I'm going to go with LaVisca Chenault in the hopes that he kind of breaks out of that cluttered Jacksonville offense and kind of establishes himself. He did have a really solid rookie year. 14 games, 600 yards, five touchdowns, and that was with just like a variety of quarterbacks, Minshew, all those backups that were playing. So, you know, let's take a shot at LaVisca here. And then, you know, we could go back to the well with wide receiver, or we could look at running back. I think I'm going to be looking at running back here just because I like the value on some of these guys that I'm looking at. Kenyon Drake, 
He's a decent option here. You know, he's going to be that number two behind Josh Jacobs. But the value that I'm really seeing here is in James Conner. I truly think he has the opportunity to take over that role that Kenyon Drake had in that Cardinals offense last year. Chase Edmonds is probably going to get a lot of the receiving work. James Conner can come in and get the carries, the goal line touches. And I think that makes him pretty valuable here this late in drafts. So as my running back five, I feel really solid with that. My running back core is coming together really nicely. And so now it's time to take a look at that draft board, see what is left on the board for us. All right, so this is pretty common. We saw this run of late round tight ends. Noah Fant, Irv Smith, Higby, Logan Thomas, Hunter Henry. It's going to be common in drafts. Guys need to fill out that tight end position. And it just goes on a run. You know, one guy takes those late rounds and then everyone starts just hopping on the bandwagon. And then we saw a pretty crazy run on running backs here. We had 11 straight picks, uh, 10 of them running backs with Cole Beasley there wedged in the middle. Would have been nice if Cole Beasley fell, but it's all good. A guy that I am a little bit sad that he did not fall to us was Trey Sermon. He got picked pretty closely after a James Conner pick. With the injuries in the 49ers backfield, he'd be a guy that I'd like to have behind Raheem Mostert on my bench because one of those guys is likely to get that workload. And so I could have kind of pick and choose which guy I would start, but it's all good. Let's take a look at who we have picking here. So we have three bench slots left. Right now we have three wide receivers and we have five running backs. So we definitely need to go wide receiver at least one time here. And I think I'm going to be taking some swings right here. And so a lot of these top guys, I'm not a huge fan of. Darnell Mooney, I actually do like. But Rager, Sterling Shepard, Jamison Crowder, John Brown, Aguilar, Ruggs, Kirk, Mims, Campbell, Slayton. I just don't see them having that big potential that I'm kind of looking for. I am a little bit weaker at the wide receiver position, so I want to take some swings. So the guys that I'm looking at here are Rashad Bateman and Josh Reynolds. I've talked about them both in a couple of videos. Josh Reynolds has that opportunity to be the wide receiver two with the Titans. And then Rashad Bateman has that opportunity to be the wide receiver one with the Ravens. And then when I'm looking at the running backs, basically we're just looking at backups here. Henderson, Madison, Penny, Giovanni Bernard. Decent receiving option actually for Tampa Bay, but I don't know if I like him here. Coleman, Mack, Wilson, Michelle, you know, I just don't really like any of these guys' names, which is why I'm kind of glad that I have five solid running backs that I'm confident in. So I'm going to go with Rashad Bateman and Josh Reynolds back to back here, going with the upside plays. And so these guys are going to be my wide receiver four and fives. And you know, yeah, it's possible they both flop, but you know who are always on the waiver wire? There are always solid wide receiver options that you can pick up. You can't say the same thing about running backs. But wide receivers, they're going to be guys who break out, and it was unexpected, and those are guys that you can pick up and just fill your roster with. So I'm comfortable taking shots on Bateman and Reynolds. All right, let's take a look back at the draft board, see what went down after we made our two picks. Basically, all over the place, quarterbacks, tight ends, running backs, wide receivers. Not a ton of wide receivers, but we saw another one of those runs on tight ends. You saw the people who picked late round tight end. They kind of doubled down, took two shots on like a backup tight end. And so here we are at the 13-12, taking the last pick of the draft. And you know, we've got five wide receivers. We've got five running backs, one quarterback, one tight end. We could go quarterback here. You know, maybe if Tom Brady has a really terrible matchup or if there's a running back or wide receiver that really stands out. 
Not seeing anyone in the running back department that I really like. Basically all guys that are locked into backup roles, which is not something that I'm going to be interested in. Wide receiver, also not a ton of options. I could take a shot on one of these Raiders receivers who, you know, maybe could have the number one slot. Even in Elijah Moore from the Jets who could, you know, come in as a rookie and be the number one. But I honestly think there may be some value here just in locking up a backup quarterback. We could go Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz. I think my favorite options here, this would be season long. So I think it's between Trevor Lawrence and Carson Wentz. I really think Carson Wentz is going to have a turnaround on the Colts. And you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's just one of the best prospects in a long time. So we could come in right away and have success similar to Joe Burrow, or you know, if he really hits maybe a Justin Herbert level impact. So I think I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence, even though I don't love how that Jacksonville offense is shaking up for fantasy, just take a shot at him for my last pick. You know, could always drop him after a couple weeks to pick up some of these other free agent guys. So here we have our score. Don't pay attention to this. This is just basically how well you followed their rankings. So, you know, if you took best player available in terms of their rankings every time, you'd have the highest score. So let's take a look at our team. Quarterback Tom Brady, our two running backs, Austin Eckler and Chris Carson, wide receiver, Amari Cooper and Brandon Ayuk, Travis Kelsey at tight end, our flex is Kareem Hunt. Then we have Raheem Mostert, LaVisca Chenault, James Conner, Rashad Bateman, Josh Reynolds, and Trevor Lawrence rounding out our bench. I feel pretty solid here at quarterback with Tom Brady. He has all his weapons coming back, and they're really top, top tier weapons. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller. You've got Gronk. You've got OJ Howard. You've got Cam Brate. Then you've got the running backs for Net and Rojo, and they brought in Giovanni Bernard to be the pass catching back, which really was what they were missing. So I would not be surprised if Brady had like a top half QB1 performance. Then running backs, I think our guys are really solid. Eckler, Carson, Kareem Hunt, a solid top three. Then Mostert, I think has a ton of potential. James Conner also, with how late we got him, a guy that could potentially lead a backfield in carries is very valuable. If we were finding a weakness in this team, it would definitely be a wide receiver. I do think Amari Cooper can put up wide receiver one numbers, but he's probably a bottom end wide receiver one. Same with Brandon Ayuk, probably a bottom tier wide receiver two. And then basically we just took shots on guys that we thought could have that wide receiver two potential. LaVisca Chenault, we don't really know how that Jacksonville offense is going to shake out. And then Rashad Bateman, Josh Reynolds, both guys that I think have solid opportunity if their kind of talent can produce. And then tight end position, super strong, best tight end in the game, easy weekly start. He's going to finish as the tight end one again, unless he somehow gets injured. And then Trevor Lawrence as our QB two, solid with that. So I'm pretty happy with how this draft turned out. Let me know your guys' thoughts in the comments. How do you think this draft went? Were there any different picks that you guys would have made? If you guys enjoyed the video, please make sure you leave a like and subscribe. That really helps the channel out a lot. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. I'll see you guys tomorrow.